Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast brought to you by the Dream Activation Tour Digital. It's a pop-up. That means if you want to get in on it, you got to get in on it now because it won't be there forever. You can watch it forever. You can review the lessons forever. But it won't be available for you to get in on forever. I'm going to teach you how to interpret your dreams, bind up those interferences to your dream life, understand what God is really saying through your subjective dream language, what happens when you can't remember your dreams, and so much more. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash dream activation. I'm coming to you live from South Florida this morning. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. We had an absolute blowout on Sunday. It was so much fun. Someone's heart was healed. They'd been in the hospital the night before with blood pressure through the roof. Couldn't get it down. Man of God came to the church. I was led to just walk out into the congregation and put my hand on his heart and ask God to heal it. He said he was healed. He got home that night. His blood pressure was down 115 points. God is the healing God. Amen. Our heart is to equip you to live that supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Come on. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You've got three different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every week. I'm talking about three different messages every week. There's something for everybody, whatever level you're at. Come on over. 1047 AM is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. Plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're not in the region, watch online at ahop.online. You can become a web church member and go deeper with us with our virtual life groups, virtual healing rooms, prayer lines, pastoral care, uh, prophecy rooms. It's virtual, but it is powerful. Visit ahop.online slash webchurch. Become official Today, that second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. It's not part of the web church. It's School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. That current series is Severing the Roots of Rejection. Join us at 1.30 if you're in the region. Drop on by. If you're not, watch online on demand at schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. Our third service is Straight Up Teaching. It's a boot camp. We're teaching new lessons every single week. And you can get on that. Just drop by at 4 o'clock. And we'd be glad to see you. Today's devotion comes from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, I Will Make You Soar Again. I Will Make You Soar Again. Listen up. Here's what I heard the Lord say. I am able to make you move again. I am able to make you soar again. I am able to make you go forth with breakneck speed again, even in the midst of the enemy attack. Come on. So stop being satisfied with standing and withstanding and start hungering and thirsting to advance my kingdom at an even greater pace in the midst of the warfare so you can show the enemy that my grace is sufficient and show the naysayers around you that there truly is a call upon your life, that you might show forth my grace and my praises even in the midst of the battle. Come on, that's a good word. God is able to make you soar again. He's able to make, cause you to advance at breakneck speed. The key is, is try to advance his kingdom, not your kingdom. 
The key is to preach his gospel, not your message, his message. The key is to release your anointing to help others, not just to build your own project, right? We've got to be about Jesus. Today's uh, prayer uh, scripture references are in the devotion. You can pick up your copy and study that further. Then the prayer starter and the decree. Father, let your wind blow at my back so I can run faster, soar higher, and move beyond the enemy attack. Vindicate me from the wagging tongues that speak against me. I decree every naysayer who is speaking against my life will be shown to be in the wrong. I declare I live, move, and have my being in the Lord of hosts. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning because you are a good, good father. You are the captain of the hosts. You are the God who is and was and is to come. You're the eternal God, and we praise you. We put you in first place. We give you the preeminence in our lives. We're not going to just try to fit you into our schedule. God, we are going to make you number one. We are going to give you top priority. You are the most important one in our lives. We celebrate your goodness. We celebrate your, 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 your deliverance. We celebrate your healing power. We celebrate the anointing. We celebrate you. We celebrate Jesus. You are so good. You're just so good. Somebody needs to get a revelation this morning. You are so good. Even when the wrong thing is happening to us, you are so good. Even when there seems to be no hope, you are still good. Even when everybody's against us, you are so good. You're a good, good father. There's nobody like you. So we exalt you today. We magnify you in every area of our life. We say, have your way, God. We don't want our way unless our way is your way. We don't want our way unless our way is your way. We don't want to do things our way anymore, God. We want to fully submit to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. You are the one who inspired our faith. You are the one who continues to work in our hearts. You are the one who sees our end from our beginning. You are the one who leads us and guides us into all truth. You are the one. So we thank you this morning. We praise your holy name. We welcome you into our atmosphere. Hmm. We welcome you into our atmosphere. Come on. There's resistance on this broadcast this morning, and I know why. We're going to plow through it. Who's going to plow through it with me? I can feel it. I can feel it. You know what I can also feel? Who I can also feel? I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel the power. I feel the anointing. I feel the fire. I feel the wind. I feel the oil running down from my head. I said, I feel the anointing that breaks yokes. I feel the wind of the spirit that blows away the residue of the past season. I feel the healing power that wants to touch bodies today all over the world. So we exalt you today, God, on this broadcast. And we say, Lord, do whatever you want to do. Have your way today. We're going to get out of your way, God. We're going to stop thinking about everything else. But what's happening right now, we're going to put our mind on you right now. We're going to focus completely on you right now. We're going to stop every other thing we're doing. And we're going to gaze upon your beauty right now because you want to move. You want to heal. 
You want to deliver. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the anointing of God. I feel the resistance, but my God is greater than the resistance of the evil one. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And we stand and withstand even now, and we press past this resistance in the spirit to the will of God manifesting in our midst. And we decree and declare that we will enter into every good thing God has for us today, not just this morning, but this afternoon, not just this afternoon, but this evening, not just this evening, but while we sleep, not just when we sleep, but when we get up in the morning, we are going to press in to the fullness of the spirit of God, having, walking, living, moving, having our being in him. Father, thank you for your manifest presence right now on this broadcast, in the homes, in the cars, in the, wherever anybody is listening to the sound of my voice, God, I'm asking you by faith to manifest your presence. Allow them to feel your power the way that I feel your power. Allow them to feel your anointing like the way I feel your, allow them, God, to feel your presence. In Jesus' name, help us, Lord, to get our mind off of our problems and to get our mind on you, the problem solver. Help us, Lord, to get our mind off Monday and get our mind on eternity. Help us, Lord, to get our mind off the pain and get our mind on the healer. Help us, God, this morning because you want to move in our midst. You want to do something extraordinary. You want to release some peculiar anointings. God, make us hungry. Shake us and wake us this morning that we would not miss the day of our visitation, that we would not miss the moment of our miracle. Help us to be focused on you and you alone. Nothing else right now matters but you. Nothing else ever matters but you. You you are our only good. You are the eternal God. You are the end and the beginning. You always were. You always will be. And our life is hidden in Christ. Even now, we're hidden under the shadow of your wings right now. And I decree that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. But every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And our righteousness is of you. So we thank you, Lord, that we stand on the right side of eternity. We stand in righteousness. We stand in glory. We stand in healing power. We stand in freedom. For where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So, Father, manifest your liberty in our lives even now. Manifest your freedom in our lives even now. Manifest your power in our lives even now. Give us the hunger to press and keep on pressing until we reach and attain the goal of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Help us to keep pressing past the flesh, pressing into prayer until we see the answer, until we see the glory, until we see the deliverance, until we see the miracle, until we see the healing. Help us, Lord, this morning not to grow lukewarm. Help us, Lord. We want to be fervent in spirit, serving your heart. Help us, Lord, pour out the spirit upon us, the spirit of boldness, the spirit of Zechateneboshe. Jesus wore a cloak of zeal. And the Lord would say to you today, get zealous about my plans. Get fervent about my purposes, says the Lord, for I have a plan that will blow your mind. I want to bring you into territories, enlarging your authority, increasing your prosperity, bringing healing to your marriages, to your bodies, to your minds. 
but you must get fervent because I am fervent. You must be zealous because I am zealous. You must want it as bad as I want it for you, says the Lord. So lay aside all of your worries and lay aside all your cares. Lay aside all the anxieties and all the fears and just believe me, says the Lord, for I am still your healer. I am still your deliverer. I am still your warrior. I am still who I said I was. I have not changed. I've never lied to you. I'm always there for you. So get fervent about my spirit. Get fervent about my katanabashi. The Lord is saying to you today, press in. Press in. Press in to the promise. There's been delays. There's been resistance. There's been hindrances. There's been all kind of issues that have distracted you from pressing in. And the God is saying to you today, do not let the enemy distract you one more moment. One makateraboshe. Do not allow him to distract your heart, but look at me and refuse to take your eyes off me until you get from me what I want to give you. Lock eyes with me, says the Lord. And then you'll lock arms with me, says the Lord. Then you'll be in lockstep with me, says the Lord. And together we can get to the place that I'm trying to take you, says the Lord. No devil in hell can overcome you, can stop you, can prevent you from my promise. You just have to keep fervent, keep fiery, keep zealous. You have to continue to press, says the Lord. Come on, who wants to press? Jesus. Who wants to press with me this morning? Who wants to press past the resistance? The resistance only makes you stronger. Who wants to press into the healing? I don't know how long you've waited. I don't know what you've been through, but I know your God. I know that he's with you. I know that he's given you grace to keep standing. I know that he's provided all of your needs according to his riches and glory. I know your God. He's my God. He's our God. And he's a good, good father. He promised to take care of you. He promised to deliver you. He promised to heal you. Jesus, we have to believe the promise. So Father, we believe today. Help our unbelief. Jesus, would you help our unbelief? Jesus, would you help our unbelief? Help us, Lord, when that lukewarmness tries to settle in upon us. Lord, let your fire rise up from within us and set us ablaze so we can go forth with a passion, with a with a fervency, with a, with a determination to get past the things that are in our way, in between you and us, in between your will and our walk. God, help us. Somebody needs to begin to press. Dear God, I can see it so clearly. I can see it so clearly. The enemy has backed some of you in a corner. Fight your way out of that corner. The enemy has knocked some of you down on the mat. Get back up again. You are not down for the count. That's a lie from the pit of hell. You are not down for the count. A righteous man falls down seven times, but gets back up again. You can still have that healing. You can still get that deliverance. You can still get You can still do it because God is still on the throne. You can still get that promotion. You can still get that house, that mortgage, that loan. You can still get that dream job. You can still do it because God is still on the throne. He's still on the throne. God is still on the throne. And as long as God is still on the throne and hears and answers prayer, it's going to be okay. The enemy wants you to see God as smaller than, but God is greater than. The enemy wants you to see God as fickle. If he's in a good mood, he'll do it for you. God is not, God, you're not, God is waiting on you to say yes. God is waiting on you to believe. God is waiting on you to cast down your idols. God is waiting on you as much as you're waiting on him.
He's waiting on you to break that unbelief off your heart. He's waiting on you to stop doubting. He's waiting on you to stop being double-minded. He's waiting on you to stop being afraid of what's going to happen. He's waiting on you to trust him. God is bigger. He's still on the throne. Whatever you're waiting for, it's still there. No devil in hell can steal your blessing. He can't pervert it. He can't. No, it's in God's hands. Father, help us to press today. 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 Help us to press past our flesh. Help us to press past our mindsets. Help us to press past the the enemy of our soul. Help us to press past the feeling of wanting to get up, uh, give, give up rather. Help us to press past the witchcraft. Help us to press past the naysayers. Help us to press past the people. They just don't believe in us. Who cares who believes in us? You believe in us. You're still on the throne. Your dream is still secure. It's still there. Your blessing is still up. It's still promotion is still waiting. It's still there. Your healing is still there. Your deliverance is still there. Go after it. Go after it. Go after it. Who's going to go after what God has for them today? I am mad with the devil because he tried to come in today just like he did last week and distract and hinder. But we can press past all that. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Your blessing is still there. (laughs) Everything is still there. It's secure. You are secure in Christ. Nothing can snatch you out of God's hand. And nothing can take your blessing out of God's hand. No one. Nothing. God is greater. In Jesus' name. Come on. Who's going to press today? Y'all doing okay out there? Got to go for it. Tell your neighbor, go for it. Just go for it. Don't be timid. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Just go for it. Just go for it. Just go for it. I know there's opposition. Believe me. Just go for it. Catch the enemy at his onset. Don't wait till he rolls over you and plows you down. Resist him at his onset. Go for it. Rise up and push back. Fight for what belongs to you. God provided it. Jesus died to give it to you. He secured it. Fight for it. Fight for it. Fight your flesh for it. Fight the devil for it. Fight for it. Wrestle. Come on. Somebody share this. I want to transition. How to just break that open this morning. I think I know what's going on. Not going to get into it right now because it'll be a distraction. But go ahead and share this with somebody quickly so we can transition into this next segment. God has the last word. Share it on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Share it on your messenger. Tag somebody. Ping somebody into the room. Do whatever you have to do, but do it quickly. And let's refocus ourselves now that we broke past that resistance. Yes. Now that we went ahead and plowed through, we can get to this part. We couldn't have gotten to this part if we hadn't plowed through the last part. I hope you heard me. God's still on the throne. That means your blessing is still available. That means your marriage can still be restored. That means your body can still be healed. That means you can still be delivered and your your soul can be, the wounds of your soul can be bound up. That means he's still on the throne. So his, his promises are still yes and amen. We plowed. Now let's 
get into this next segment. <laughs> God has the last word. God has the last word. Your bank account doesn't have the last word. See, some believers, they ask permission from their bank account to do what God told them to do. It's a problem. That's why they never do anything. Because they ask permission from their bank account. They go in their bank account and they say, oh, yeah, mm, there's not enough in there to sow the seed God's telling me to sow. Mm, yeah, there's not enough in there to go on that missions trip God is sending me on. Yeah, mm, no, there's not enough in there. But see, God has the last word. God is the God of more than enough. So would you please stop asking permission from mammon? Stop asking permission from your money to obey God and what he's called you to do. God has the last word. The doctor may say, you've got three months to live. Well, whose word are you going to believe? You're going to believe the word of the Lord. God has the last word. If it's your time to go, he'll tell you to get your house in order. God has the last word. I don't care what the doctor says. God has the last word. God has the last word. I don't care what your employer says. Your source is not your employer. Maybe you didn't get that promotion. That doesn't mean you can't make more income. I said, maybe you didn't get that promotion. That doesn't mean you can't make more income. God has the last word. God is your source. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver is his. The gold is his. God has the, he has the last word. Are you listening to me? He has the last word. 1 Peter 3.22, 1 Peter 3.22 says this, listen closely. If you're listening, say amen. I need you to hear this. This is not my opinion. This is scripture. 1 Peter 3.22, Jesus has the last word on everything and everyone. Wait, what? That, 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 that's too good to be true. Wait, 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 what? Jesus has the last word on everything and everyone from angels to armies. He's standing right alongside God and what he says goes. That means your angry boss, he doesn't have the last word in your life. God has the last word. God has the final say. God has the veto power. God has it. He is the word. He was and is and always will be. Jesus is the word made flesh. He has the last word in your life. <laughs> Jesus. The Lord has the final word. We make human plans, but the Lord has the final word. That's why some of you, you got ahead of God and things didn't work out because he has the final word. It's not up to us what we do. We're not our own. We're blood-bought. We may think we know what's right, but we have to ask the Lord because he has the last word on our plans. He has the last word on our future. He has the last word. The enemy has, does not have the last word in your life. Come on, we're going to pray here in just a minute. I want you to get this. The enemy doesn't have the last word. The threats the enemy's making at you, the enemy doesn't have the last word. The enemy doesn't have any authority in your life other than what you give him. If you'd stop giving him your ear, he wouldn't get in your head. <laughs> Did you hear me? I said, if you would stop let, giving him your ear, he wouldn't get in your head. God has the last word. 
So, Father, thank you today. Thank you today. Thank you today that despite all the enemy chatter, you have the last word. Despite what the news anchors say, you have the last word. Despite what the economists say, you have the last word. Despite what the medical experts say, you have the last word. Despite, come on now, despite what your parents said about you growing up, you God has the last word. Father, thank you. Thank you that you have the final say. You have the last word. And Lord, we want to hear what you are saying. Help us, Lord, to stop listening to all these other voices. Jesus, would you help us to stop giving so much authority to all these other voices? Jesus, would you help us to stop putting our faith in all these other voices, allowing these voices, the words coming out of the mouths of people who don't even know you, to have the last word in our lives. It's not the last word. You have the last word. You are the end from the beginning. Your word is final. If you said it, you meant it. <laughs> you haven't changed your mind. If you said you were going to heal us, you're going to do it. If you said you're going to restore our marriage, you're going to do it. If you said you're going to increase our anointing, you're going to do it. If you said you're going to promote us, you're going to do it. If you said it, you're going to do it. You have the last word. So, Father, we repent for believing any other word but your word. Help us, Lord, to renew our mind to your word so that when the enemy comes in, whether through people, whether through circumstances, when the enemy comes in like a flood, we can raise the standard of your word against him. We can say like Jesus, it is written. We can tell people, we can tell the enemy, we can tell our own doubtful soul what the word says. We can meditate on your word day and night, being careful to do all that it says. Then we'll make our way successful. Then we'll be prosperous. We'll have the success you called us to have. Help us, Lord. Help us to stop giving other people the last word in our life. Help us, Lord, to stop putting faith in what they've said when they don't even know your heart. Help us, Lord, not to be so consumed with what everybody else is saying. Oh, you'll never succeed. God has the last word. Oh, your marriage will never be restored. God has the last word. Oh, you'll never be healed from that disease. God has the last word. Oh, you'll never walk again. You'll never get out of that wheelchair. God has the last word. <laughs> oh, you'll never find true love. God has the last word. Well, your future, it's bleak. You don't have any retirement. God has the last word. I break every word curse spoken over our lives in Jesus' name. I come against every false authority in our lives because you're the greatest authority, God. I know there's other authorities in the earth and we're supposed to submit to them, but some of them are wicked. Some of them are evil. Some of them have cursed us. Some of them have come against us, releasing evil decrees over our lives. And we stand against them now in Jesus' name. I break every word curse spoken over our lives from anyone in authority, even anyone who's not in authority. They thought they had the last word. They thought they had the final say in our lives, but we reverse those curses now and send them back to the sender in the name of Jesus. Those demon powers that inspire people to malign us, to persecute us, to curse us, we send the curse back to the enemy's camp now in Jesus' name. And we decree and declare that these evil words and evil decrees spoken against us will not prosper against us. We revoke them now in the name of Jesus. We call you null and void in the name of Jesus. We decree these words these weapons will not prosper 
They're falling to the ground as we reverse them, as we break them, as we bind them, as we revoke them. And we say these words are revoked. God has the last word. These words of the enemy, they're revoked. They're bound. They're broken. They're banished. God has the last word. God has the final say. So help us tune our ear today, God, to your heart. When we get bad news, help us, Lord, not to be consumed with the bad news, but be consumed by your love and put our ear to your chest and hear your heartbeat and hear your still small voice. You have the last word. Help us, Lord, when we get a bad report to turn to the Bible and see what you have to say about it so that we can speak out of our mouth. It is written so that we can decree and declare your will so that we can cancel out the enemy's plans. So that we can break these evil decrees. Help us, Lord, to be so consumed by your love, by your goodness, by your word, that when we hear something contrary to your will, we will immediately disavow it. We will immediately break agreement with it. We will not ever enter into agreement with it in the first place. Help us, Lord. God has the last word. God has the last. Somebody needs to say that in your mouth. Somebody needs to say, God has the last word in my life. God has the last word in my life. Well, you might not have gotten that raise you wanted, but that doesn't matter. God is your provider. Come on. Maybe you didn't get that loan for a house. That's okay. God is the one who makes a way out of no way. He's got something better for you. Many times we're so disappointed because we didn't get what we thought we wanted. If we knew what we really wanted, we'd know that wasn't really it. We thought it was good for us, but it was going to be bad for us. And God didn't give it to us because he has something better. He has something that will come without a burden. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. That promotion you thought you just had to have, you would have been miserable. (laughs) You didn't really want that. You thought you did. You prayed for it and God in his mercy didn't give it to you. He has the final word in your life. That one you wanted to marry so bad, oh, you were just so in love, and it didn't work out. You thought you were heartbroken, you'd never love again. God protected you from a miserable marriage. He he has something better for you. God has the last word. The enemy may have come in and destroyed some things in your life, but God is a restorer. He's a rebuilder. He's a repairer of the breach. God has something greater. He's got something better. He's got something different. It might not look what you thought it would look like. We have preconceived notions in our mind about what we want and how we'll feel when we get it. And reality is, if you've walked with the Lord long enough, sometimes you've gotten things you thought it would be the end all. You got it in your own strength. You worked real hard in the flesh. You finally got it. And after you got it, it was a burden. After you got it, you wish you hadn't. After you married that man, you... (laughs) What did I do? God has the final word. God has the final say. Jesus has the last word. Jesus has the last word on everything and everyone from angels to armies. He's standing right alongside and what he says goes. Get in agreement with God. Can we? God has something greater for you than what you can see. He's got something better for you than what your mind can understand. Me as well. Many are the plans in a man's mind, but the Lord establishes us. He orders our steps. He decides. He has the final say. So let's trust God today. Amen. Let's trust God today. Don't be disappointed. Don't be discouraged. If it didn't work out, look at it as protection, redirection. Don't look at it as a failure. If you messed up, you'll get another chance. 
Maybe it just wasn't your timing. Maybe it wasn't your season. Maybe you got a little ahead of God. God has something great for you. Let's just trust him. He's got something bigger, something better. And for goodness sake, stop asking your, your spot. Stop asking mammon for permission to obey God. <laughs> Amen. God has the final say. God is so good all the time. I want to just give you an opportunity today, these next 30 seconds to sow, to be a blessing to this ministry. If this is helping you, would you consider becoming a partner? Would you consider sowing into souls? Uh, would you do that? You can become a partner or sow a one-time seed at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can help us to rescue sex trafficking victims, rehabilitate their lives, uh, have help addicts find deliverance and freedom, uh, digging water wells in Africa, feeding hungry children. We're doing a lot. We'd like to do much more. So if you can help us, You'll also be helping us cause this broadcast to reach deeper into the nation so people can take advantage of this life-giving hope. You can use the Facebook stars. You can use the YouTube stickers. You can use the Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books, dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. You know, I'm so grateful that those of that follow my ministry don't have a stingy spirit. You're generous people time and time again. And I thank you for those who have sewed into the camera uh, that and the, the other equipment that we need. Our camera went dark and started shaking and shivering. It's kind of, kind of, it's not, not useful anymore. So we we get, got every little last little, little bit of life out of that camera that we could. And uh, so if you want to sew into that camera, especially if you're watching my videos online, that will be something you might want to say, you know what? Yeah, I'll give I'll give it on that. We'd appreciate that as well. I'm so grateful you're a people that understand that when you uh, when you sow that you reap, that you can't outgive God, you know, that your gift makes room for you, that things come to you when you sow that don't come any other way. I just want to encourage you today that when you do give as led by the Lord, you can expect a return. You can also go over there to uh, the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And all the different ways to give, if I read this too fast, are over there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. The wire instructions are there. It's all there. So, Father, thank you for these generous people. Thank you, Fort Lord, for those who are willing to, to help us do the work of the ministry you've called us to do. And I thank you, Lord, that you bless them, that you bless them, that you bless them today. Bless everything that they put their hand to in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Thank you, Lord. That's all I got for today, guys. Thank you for everything. And I'll see you tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.